We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone. It's your host, Vlad Harris, here with another Panther Rants podcast. Happy Friday to you guys. I'm on my way into work, although we do have the option to work from home, but given with uh, three kids, I ain't really getting nothing done. So, I'm on call for the hospital. So, I'm commuting the work for the, I'm commuting into the office for the, for the day. So, I'll be quiet. So, um, lots happened since, lots happened probably since this last podcast, well, do a little rewind. First off, you know, Lamont Wade, the, the, the player from Clareton, people love, he, uh, well, he committed to Penn State, which we all knew that, which, which was going to happen. I had a good, had a good feeling he may come to pit, but as, uh. As it dwindled down, you know, they found his uh, entry in the Penn State student directory, for one. Second of all, he never took any official visits to Pitt, so he... So, I don't buy his, like, you know, that he liked the Pitt, Pitt coaches and the whole coaching changes bothered him. He, he was never coming here, and then he goes ahead and uh, gets with Miles Sanders, and gets in our facilities and tweets a photo of them on top of the uh, Pittscript logo in their Penn State gear. Lovely. But I can pretty much say that's pretty much the local player's attitude towards Pitt in a nutshell. But you know, Pat Narduzzi sent a tweet out in response, and of course, it took some backlash from some people because how dare he sub- how dare he subtweet a seventeen year old? Well, if you look at the uh, what Pat Narduzzi tweeted, pride comes before the fall. It's not actually a bad tweet. It's not like he went Jim Harbaugh on 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 the kid. It wasn't that bad, but of course. You know, we live in this. Uh, we live in this world of safety pin. Uh, we live in this safety pin generation now, where everybody gets everybody gets their feelings hurt over over things. I mean, and I hate saying that. To be honest with you, I, I feel like I'm. I, I sound like one of those grumpy old people who voted for Trump, which I didn't. But some of this crap. Well, not some of it, but just stuff like that. I mean, come on, people. It's not that bad. 
but um, that was that, and um, you know, but you know, Wade did um, not so, not too long after I thought it was t- uh, tweeted, he tweeted some screenshots from the PGA Sports Now uh, group, you know, whose who's, who's host uh, Mike, whatever his last name is, I'm not going to pronounce it. Mike supposedly has banned half of, um, or or uh, I must say banned, blocked half of Pitt Twitter from that account. Because he just, I don't know, for some reason they, a lot of people from Pitt Twitter just don't see eye to eye with him for some reason. So he just blocks, so he just blocks them. So, naturally, Lamont, made, Lamont uh, Wade posted all these screenshots and of Mike and his, uh, stalkerish, creepy, uh, DMs, and, um, we had a, we had, we had a, we had a big kick out of them, and, of course, you won't see a lot of people defending Mike, because, you know, for obvious reasons, and, of course, I mean, I'm sure Mike has stories he needs to get out, and, and maybe Lamont Wade manipulated those DMs and deleted some of them. He could have. But we'll move on from all that. Pitt um, closed out their season in disappointing fashion. Another bowl loss. It's their third straight bowl loss. They lost to Houston. Lost to. Shoot. Navy last year, and now no Northwestern this year. Northwestern was an obviously winnable game, six and six Big Ten team, and Pitt squandered so many opportunities to get an early, big early lead. Then lost two players to helmet the helmet hits, which were you can say were targeting. And you know, obviously the 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 the, the officials felt it was okay from the Northwestern players to target. And to a point where the second time it happened, they actually reviewed it and confirmed, yeah, it's okay to target the it's a, targeting's okay. So, but ends on a disappointing note. Although West Virginia lost after that, which may you know. Softens the blow a bit. I mean, they lost by 17 to an ACC team, you know, because the ACC sucks, right? We lost, you know, we lost the, uh, we lost to a Big 12 team by seven points in the final minute. But, you know, we can't, uh, we went last in the Big 12. But yet these clowns go, these clowns go to a bowl game against Miami and lose by 17. And their, and their notable players were, u- were useless in the game. I mean, Russell, Russell Shell. he finished his career, his final game, six carries, zero yards. So much for that. But going back to Pitt, you know, another 8-5 year. You can say 8-5 as the new 6-6 six and six or, you know, whatever it was under Paul Chris. You know, 6-6, 7-6, 6-7. Six and six, seven, six, six and seven. Another eight and five year, and you know, 
given how tough the schedule was and the two big wins they pulled out, it wasn't too bad. But they they could have won more. In fact, they were capable of winning more. That's the thing. And then you got people saying, well, I predicted eight wins, so no big deal. Well, here's the thing. That's awesome. If you want to go by that type of method, great. But if you're capable of more, it's disappointing. It's like a Billy comes to work every day. Your manager and Billy comes into work. Your expectation of Billy is, well, you know, he's going to come in. He's going to answer some calls or play some keyboards and mice. That's it. He's going to do that every day. So I'm not, I'm not mad because Billy's just going to do that every day, of the, every day of his job. But Billy probably has a whole bunch of certifications, IT certifications, college degree, programming skills. He probably has a whole bunch of stuff he could do a lot more of. He just, Billy just doesn't choose to do it. And of course you're like, so you're like, hey, you know, Billy's capable of doing a lot more. You know, why is he so content with uh, just coming in and answering calls and placing keyboards and mice? Personally, in an IT perspective, I don't blame him. Because then the more the more uh, crap you do, the more politics and more BS you got to deal with. You know, if you get a promotion, it's just more politics. You know, help that you know help desk. It's less politics. Desktop, it's a little more politics, but not as bad. You get into networking, project management. It's you feel like you're doing a lot more politics than you are actually work. <laughs> it blows. But, you know, this team is capable of winning more than eight games. So, that's just that. And they could have won more than eight, more than eight games. And they, just, they didn't. They didn't get it done. So, hey, I'm happy they, I'm happy they went eight, eight and five. I'm happy they won eight games went to a bowl game. It's great. But, they were, I mean, but they were, it was, they could have done, they could have done better. That's all. That's all it was. And of course, James Conner didn't get to play his last game because of head injury, which sucks. But hopefully, he can get to the, uh, you know, go, go get prepared for the combine. And you know, yeah, a lot of mouth breathers complain about these, you know, the, about these bowl games being meaningless, and they're all ticked off. What you know, they're called meaningless. But if a player wants to sit up bowl game, it's his prerogative. You know, especially if it's, a, if it's a senior, he ain't coming back. You know, if they want to sit out, they must sit out. I mean, down the road, could they regret it? They might. It may, it's it's going to stick with them. So let them deal with it. We got no control over that. But Pitt, you know, obviously needs a new offensive coordinator. They got to hit the recruiting trail going. And hopefully, you know, you can say the future's bright, but... We gotta figure out quarterback position now. Receivers and running back backs are fine. We just need somebody under center. Plus, we lose our offensive line as well. So next year will be interesting, but I ain't gonna worry about it for a while. Maybe until maybe until spring ball to see how it goes.
Well, we got three minutes left, so we'll talk about pit hoops. They beat Marshall today. If you hear that, somebody, um, if you hear that sound, somebody was uh, trying to call me and I declined it. So, that's what happens when you podcast from your uh, phone. But Pitt pulled out a win against Marshall, 112 106. Yeah, they put 100, they dropped 112 points in one game. That's awesome. If they could just figure out the defense and maybe and keep this offense the way it's going, good lord, they would be dangerous. But in typical pit fashion, where it's football or or basketball, we never have all the freaking pieces together. We never have it together ever, hardly. We're always missing that one freaking piece. And this piece is defense. And, of course, player depth. Because after six players, there's not much else to go on. I mean, we got recruits. We got guys who came in, the true freshmen. But still, if they're not ready, I mean, they're not ready. They're just going to suck. I mean, it's basically just throwing another walk-on out there. But... You know, Pitt's gotten through their non-conference schedule with, with a few, with a, yeah, just a few scratches. The Duquesne game, obviously, Kevin Stallings isn't going to live that one down. I mean, Jamie Dixon did lose to Duquesne, but it was as, a, as an assistant coach. The coach was Ben Halland, and he, you know, Pitt recovered from that. And of course, Ben Halland went on to be a Final Four coach. So that's that. But for good lord, if they could just figure out how to play defense and just keep this offense the way it is, or just maintain a lead without having to um, take a few uh, years off our life, they would be so great. I mean, they're fun to watch now. I like watching them. It's not to say I didn't like them. Well, you know, I didn't like watching under Jamie Dixon. I love watching under Jamie as well. I mean, last few years, last few years left a lot to be desired. Uh, I mean, Jamie did put Jamie did, Jamie did put together a lot of exciting teams. It just these last few years, it just recruiting bit him in the, bit him in the behind. Player, you know, tr- transfers. I mean, the guy lost a whole class and he had to find ways to put bodies. And sometimes, if that had a heartbeat, he would just you know he'd fill those spots. But um, you know, ACC plays coming up. We'll see what happens and. Uh, you know, my advice to young pit, pit football fans is it doesn't really get, it's not going to get any better, but you'll have the joy of seeing the occasional big win, and you'll get to see guys like James Conner, Larry Fitzgerald, LaShawn McCoy, you'll get to see these, these guys coming out in and out of Pitt's campus. So while you may not see ACC titles or big bowl games, you're gonna see some really good people come out, come come into this program. They're fun to watch. And they'll give you a lot of memories. So, hell to pit. <laughs>